0: I'm Tarina. And I'm Kelly. We're the owners of Say Events, a wedding planning company based in beautiful Vancouver, Canada. This podcast
1: is an honest, behind the scenes, no bullshit look into the wedding industry.
0: With over 15 years experience in the biz, we share the inside details of what goes on into creating a wedding.
1: We'll interview wedding experts, debate topics, and give you real advice only a wedding planner would know.
0: Maybe it's just our moms, but at least we think we're wildly hilarious. Yes, a wedding has many elements and pieces to bring the day together, but that doesn't mean we can't do it with belly laughs and a sense of humor. This is
1: your consultation, welcome to the wedding session. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. So today we have a guest on the podcast with us, Sarah Bailey, organizer at the Center for Biological Diversity, green wedding expert and author of the Wildlife Friendly Wedding Guide. Welcome to the wedding session.
2: Yay! Yay. <laughs> <laughs> we awesome. were chatting right. a little
1: earlier, but uh, we are in different time zones, which is actually kind of fun. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> the power of technology. Yeah. You yeah. said you're yeah. in Buffalo, right? Is that what you said yep, early? Buffalo, yeah. New York.
0: Oh, so you're insane. on the East well, Coast and we're on the West Coast. I like it. Yeah. I like Good it. Good old, like old it. rivalry? No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just saw the rap the rivalry. Yeah.
0: yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Cool. Well, Sarah, why don't you just tell us a little bit about who you are?
2: Sure. So um, I am an organizer at the Center for Biological Diversity. So my job involves helping people understand the impacts that human population pressure puts on wildlife and the environment. So a lot of that um, includes how we can consume a little more consciously and reduce our um, environmental footprint. Wow. That's your job awesome. must have
1: so many You probably have never the same day twice, I'm assuming. You must always be having something different in your daily. Yeah,
2: it is. It, yeah. It's interesting and it is different every day for sure.
1: Cool. So how did you end up getting the position that you are in today?
2: Um, I actually started as an intern in my late 20s. So that was <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> it's like, I'm like, okay, it's worth giving it a try later. Um, yeah, I was getting my master's in public administration and needed to do an internship. Um, and at the time I was in Tucson, Arizona, where they're headquartered and I started there and then I got hired on um, and then made full time when I was done grad school.
0: Nice. So, how long have you how long have you been there then?
2: Four to five years, depending on like full time versus versus intern. Yeah,
0: yeah, amazing.
1: So, were you always into a bit of the passion side when it came to green, or was your career kind of focused on a different direction, and then you eventually stumbled on kind of more green?
2: Um, I've definitely always liked animals in the outdoors for sure so that was something um, I've always enjoyed um, whether it's um, seeing animals out in the wild or going to the zoo I mean I grew up in the suburbs so there wasn't always like big open yeah, spaces big open spaces, spaces, yeah. too, but I loved yes. my zoo and aquarium yeah um, I went to school for wildlife conservation and then um, got my master's in biology studying bird behavior um, I worked at a university for a little while and kind of missed that um work I felt more passionate about. Like it was definitely a job that paid the bills and was fine, but I wanted to get back into nonprofit work. Um, so it worked out really well that I was able to get this internship at the center, uh, that's specifically like protecting wildlife. Um, and also, you know, empowering people with how they can make a difference. Uh, yeah. I have a background in environmental education as well. So it was nice to bring that into the work, too. Oh, that's so cool. Interesting. Yeah. It's the interesting. Kelly and I
1: both started out on completely different career paths and then ended up becoming wedding planners. So it's always interesting to hear that it happens to a lot of people that we go one way and apply right, our education. It's not <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah it's so not. I think, yeah, that's so true, actually. I think there's, isn't there like a meme where it's like what your career path is? And most people think it's like an absolute straight line. And in reality, it's Big old jumbled mess of like craziness, and then you're like still trying to figure out what you want to do. Like you're still really never not there, like you're as close as you're gonna get. So
2: (laughs) And sometimes it's just weird circumstances that allow for certain things to happen.
0: That's so crazy. Oh, that's amazing. That's so nice. That's so nice actually that you're kind of like circling back a little bit to what was always something that was important to you. And I think that when you um when you're kind of aligned with your overall job and what you do for a living, that's kind of aligned with your also like your personal um, um i guess concerns or or things like that that i think it's it's nice to be able cuz then you can go to work and be feel good about going to work right mm-hmm. it's like you know sometimes sure you can do it you got to do it for paycheck and and like all the power to you and i totally get that cuz like shit costs money but sometimes you're <laughs> like it really hurts to sit at this desk right now and type away when like this like this just goes against every fiber of my being <laughs> you know
2: yeah it's it's exciting and like I mean, I will say sometimes our work is depressing because, like, we are yeah. living wildlife and, like, that mm-hmm. is tough to, like, t- like sometimes hear day in, day out. But you do yeah. get to hear these success stories, which mm-hmm. is great. Yeah. And, yeah, there's, like, a lot of autonomy in the projects we work on, which kind of gets into how I came up with the guide um, all together. So <laughs> it's yeah. nice to be able to, like, have that creativity element, too.
1: Absolutely. So I got I just a personal question is that, well, based on your work, is what wildlife are you guys focusing on kind of saving or uh, you know, keeping at bay. What is the all ones of, that you're all of them like <laughs> in your so area? Are, what are kind of the main ones?
2: <laughs> we are unique in that there are some groups that are like focused on certain like specific species or taxa. Like there's some groups that are like big cats or mammals or birds. Mm-hmm. We're really we run the gamut of like the tiniest little bugs and plants and like invertebrates to like wolves and grizzly bears and truly everything in between.
0: So wow,
2: um, a lot of it is like uh, species on the U.S. endangered species list. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, I guess, is, like, how much, that's the most I can narrow. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> no one no, no. says as, uh, Vancouver is, like, very forward wildlife, just because based on where we are, um, I ride at a stable around the corner from my house. But there's coyotes around there all the time, so I have to be really careful, like just on the horse. That yeah. it's very normal to see a coyote. Um, we have a city here in Coquitlam that's built by the mountains that has bears on the regular in neighborhoods. So it's, it's actually it's a it's a yeah. bear
0: path. They basically built yeah. a bunch of houses on a bear path, and so yeah. everyone's like every year we have bears. I'm like, well, you're technically in their bedroom, so. in your, so, yeah. and you're <laughs> like feeding you're the food. You. Yes. Yeah. 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 And when sure. I went to
1: London, London, they were leaving garbage on the side of the road to be picked up but not contained where here that's unheard of because if you right, leave garbage out, raccoons bears anything is gonna find it for sure
0: yeah yeah i'm pretty so, sure yeah. that yeah i'm pretty sure the worst thing they have in the uk is like raccoons and foxes and not dirty even, people yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> and then here we have a like a major population of eagles <laughs> like it's
2: something yeah well, we see yeah. eagles on the
1: regular uh there's a dump that is along a main highway that i drive on all the time and I'll see about 50 eagles in, like, a five-minute drive. Bald eagles. Yeah, they're just hanging out
0: my friend yeah my yeah. friend will come out east and she's out uh, she actually works for uh, a conservation um uh, it's called Baxter Conservatory in Ottawa it's a, it's a pretty big kind of um environmental um non organization and uh whenever she comes to visit me she's like oh my god there's another eagle look at the hawks oh my god I was like yeah they're just they're here <laughs> like it doesn't yeah, yeah. even like I'm like yeah they're they're just chilling out it's the crows that I'm worried about because they there's know you lot. and they'll yeah. remember you and I live in yeah, yes, I live in I live true. in Burnaby, and we are the city of crows. It's a little <laughs> ominous sometimes because they will all set off towards the highway, and it looks like an apocalyptic movie. But <laughs> so yeah, I, I'm just really careful about the crows here because they they know you and they will remember your face. <laughs> that's
2: literally. So I remember learning about that in like my biology classes because I yeah. just studied animal behavior, and I think yeah. my husband went to a conference in Vancouver was like yeah. trying to
0: find the crows. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Find
2: the crows here. I'm like. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we need to keep things wild. Like, we need yes. to keep friendly wildlife. But he's like, oh, they're so smart. And like, I yes. know it is very yeah. cool. They are. There was a Absolutely.
1: viral video that went around where there was a a crow holding a knife in downtown Vancouver. And they're like, crows are really smart. Because <laughs> it was just so threatening because it was holding this knife that it found some steak knife. But yeah. But yeah. the coolest wildlife here is definitely uh, the whales. So if you ever come out this way, the killer whales are all protected in the bay. So, or um, in the Fraser. And they're, they're pretty cool. My friend yeah. works on a boat. So every time she'll say do you want to come out uh the answer is always yes I will be always on the boat. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. a few summers ago up to Seattle and like that was like oh, yeah. priority that number was. one was like we're doing the whale watching tour Yeah, it it really is right. Right. For sure. it yes
1: so <laughs> <laughs> all right, awesome. Well step back to wedding so we understand yeah. that you um actually just did you have a wedding recently or I know it was very green forward so yeah
2: um so recently as in tw- 2019 pre-covid nice, but like hey, within the yeah. last three years <laughs>
0: nice nice you know what honestly the last two years just don't count so effectively yes. you got married like last year for us so that's great congratulations yeah. <laughs> thank you
1: So, <laughs> well, how cool. was it sustainable and how did you make it more green tell us your journey and how you got there
2: <laughs> Ooh, okay so yeah I mean this ties into how I started to write the wildlife friendly wedding guide because it was shortly after that I got engaged in like I had been working at the center, knowing our impacts, having been to weddings, knowing how they can be wasteful. I knew I wanted to make mine more sustainable. And at the same time, we were discussing new campaign ideas for our consumption work. Um, And obviously, there's infinite ways to consume. So we try to narrow it down and find a specific area. And someone else, it wasn't even me, someone else suggested weddings, but I was happy to jump on it and double dip personal research for work. Mm -hmm. So it was great because, I mean, it definitely gave me an opportunity to dive into some of the... um, data and crunch the numbers um can be a little bit of a nerd in that way uh, but I wanted to know kind of what was impactful because sometimes you know on like a cursory google search you'll find like biodegradable utensils and yeah. recycled invites which Absolutely. are like a thing you can do but I was like do those actually matter yeah. and you find <laughs> yeah. out like compostable things sometimes need to go to special place it like certain facilities and are those near you. But one thing I did know before even just weddings in general, I knew travel could be really impactful. So mm-hmm. something we decided mm-hmm. right off the bat was geographically, even um, before we got into venues, um, we decided to pick an area that was closer to our, most of our friends and family. Uh, I grew up outside of Philadelphia. My husband's from North Jersey. So if we picked kind of Philadelphia, South Jersey, we knew that was like within an hour or two of most of our guests. Um, nice. At the time we were living in Arizona and we ended up moving to Buffalo a month before our wedding. So we didn't want to oh, wow. drag everyone out there or and at the time we didn't even know where we'd be living. Right. So <laughs> going where everyone else was made more sense because airfare in particular is really high in emissions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's one that sometimes surprises people. They often think about it like a bus, right? I'm doing it with a bunch of other people. I'm not flying a private jet, yeah. but getting that like, bus up in the air takes a lot of emissions. So, (laughs) you know, where you can, I mean, I'm going to be like flying places. I don't like forego it altogether, but if I could avoid making a hundred people fly, (laughs) right. Yeah. That was something we wanted to do and found important.
0: Yeah, of course. That's okay. Exciting. That's awesome. And actually, it's I, I wanted to mention something about uh, what you said about the plates. Um, Tarina and I, our background actually is in catering. That's actually <laughs> where we—that's our love story, where we first met. And uh, and I remember one of the things that drove me crazy was like we had a lot of our clients that were really trying to be um, um, trying to be mindful about all their waste, and of course, we would compost all the food, and uh, you know, and we we started introducing um, compostable no, they were, is it compostable or biodegradable? Because there is a disconnect between what's compostable and what's like biodegradable. And then, yeah. but they were still putting it in a plastic bag at the end of the event. And I was like, guys, that doesn't, doesn't make sense. That literally yeah. doesn't make it. <laughs> it's like, I'm glad it will dissolve eventually.
2: matters and like biodegradable is tough because like, it just means <clears throat> it breaks down at some point, but there's not a hard and fast timeline Right. like, oh, okay, yeah. it breaks down within a day. Biodegradable, yeah. like, right there's no
0: yeah. i know it's like it's like gum that thing sticks in your stomach like never swallow gum <laughs> it's yeah. in your stomach for years and i i always envision it's the same like it's just going to be like little gum everywhere like you think all the the cutlery and all the things and i know there's like there's some places that are using like um their cutlery is actually it's food it's actually pressed um, and I know they were they were doing this. Um, I think it was in India, actually, because their the, their their population, for whatever reason, they all do use a lot of like plastic knives and forks. I, re- I read that somewhere I to find mm-hmm. that um, anyways. And what they ended up doing was it was a company that took food and they basically um, processed it and they pressed it into spoons and they pressed it into bowls so that it was actually you can eat out of it. It won't dissolve on you, but it is food. So it will eventually it will dissolve as soon as you add like a lot of water to it or you you know you put it out in the sun for two days it's gone. So I was like, oh, that's really really cool. So it'd be interesting to see if there's something that we could you know in the for the wedding industry, a version of that because of course, you know as a as as the decorator of the two of us like for me I'm like I want things to look beautiful I want it to look nice and so you're like sure. yeah look. Processed like bread as your plate. Like (laughs) I think Kelly and I
1: also are very big um, sticklers for not getting biodegradable stuff for weddings. Because honestly, if they're getting biodegradables or disposables for weddings, they can't afford us. That's what we kind of say, right? That's more budget-friendly brides, and that's fine. But we kind of explain that the rental of a plate, which I think you highlight in your guide, is. About the, it's almost cheaper because I think it's like thirty five cents a plate to rent, and you don't even yeah. have to clean it, and then you can give it back. So we work with a lot of rental companies here that yes. you know, offer right. yeah. and, and a lot of grandmas and parents do not like eating off of disposable plates. That we've discovered over time. So. <laughs> yeah, you, and I,
2: mean, I agree it's with. It's like them. <laughs> one of those simple <laughs> ones that typically, if you're going with an established venue that like or an established caterer that has all that, they have all the material. They have they the plates. Absolutely. They have yeah. and it's yeah. like don't you don't need to reinvent the wheel with that. Of yes. course. So wash and like yeah. even a simpler thing because I'm also sometimes what I think is even simpler than finding like the exact better swap is like, can you opt out of it altogether? Finger mm-hmm. food when you can. I went to a yeah. wedding that had cannolis instead of cake and I loved it.
0: Nice. <laughs> so, oh I mean, yeah. No
2: or yes. utensils necessary. I mean, you pro- like, probably hard to do a whole meal that way, but like, right. I don't know, it's
0: possible. <laughs> <can't>, oh, <okay. laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's so true though. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's just what you're extra. saving
1: in costs of plates and rentals, you're spending on staff. So it does sometimes come down to a budget thing, but you need more staff yeah. to pass the appetizers but they're so decadent the appetizers that people don't really understand until they're putting it in their mouth like oh I'm getting kind of full because it's a tiny little piece of delicious meat or cheese or, or veggie or whatever right yeah. so yeah so yeah. tell us about your wedding um, so you picked a venue that was in close proximity to your like your family and friends. So the travel costs were low. And -hmm. then did you pick a venue that had um, like an all in one stop shop kind of thing? Or what was your venue? Like, tell us what it's pretty much.
2: I would say that, like, I don't think we'd even thought that far ahead of that, but I mean, we weren't looking for like um, the rustic warehouse or barn that you like. I mean, if you have a vision, like that's super cool. I'm not that person. So it's like, (laughs) I didn't want to have to figure out all that, but like, so most places just inherently were what we were actually looking for was because we actually met, um, in grad school studying biology together we're both big nature nerds we kind of wanted something for that and like more of a unique venue space so the two places we looked at were um the academy of natural sciences in philly and the adventure aquarium um right across the bridge in camden new jersey um and both were super cool like you're either eating amongst dinosaur skeletons or like in front of fish and we just i think cost wise the aquarium worked out a little better and it was kind of like they're both really cool because you don't need extra, um, additional decorations, and like your exactly. guests kind of have something to do and interact over during like yeah. cocktail hour and stuff. So we really liked that for both of them.
0: Oh, I love, I love that, that idea. Okay. Totally and did the aquarium
1: come with? Cool. Did the come with in-house catering, or did you have to bring it in, or was yeah. it already included? Yeah, they okay.
2: have like. I mean, that was one where it was like that was super. Ended up being one stop. They're like, you have to use our caterer. I'm like, okay, <laughs> yeah,
0: no problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it I was a little easier, anxious,
2: but like they had a the really like expansive menu you could pick nice, from nice. um
0: because
2: that's another thing i'm vegetarian my husband is not so that was i'm like well i want to be able to like i've had it's been real hit or miss for me at weddings over the years i was like yes, I had, like for good sure. food at my own wedding yeah no <laughs> had great options though
0: oh good yeah. oh that's good okay so you're
1: that's able amazing. to get the food you wanted okay that's good um yeah now so our
2: compromise I- with that was because he's yeah he's like i said he's not vegetarian so i was like can we go all vegetarian? He's like, no, we're not making be vegetarian. So but like we went with chicken and fish instead of red meat. Because um, mm-hmm. when you compare the impacts of those, red meat is much more in terms of emissions, water, and everything that goes into that. So we opted out of that, but everyone still had a variety. We had like a really good, like stuffed rave, like butternut squash ravioli, I think, nice. or maybe it's a mushroom. Mm-hmm. So nice. it was like still like very satisfying. And then I got to have all the um or be vegetarian, because that's my that's favorite so. part. <laughs> so I was like, I wanna have eat everything at that yeah. part.
0: <laughs> nice. That's so
1: good. <laughs> so leading so- up to the day, what did um you do in terms of kind of planning to keep it green? Did you like talk about your dress? I think I read it right. Did you get a recycle a used dress or secondhand? Yeah.
2: So it I about was that. super lucky in that. So at the time, um, So we were engaged like a year and a half, moved a month before our wedding. So all the time we were in Tucson, Arizona, and there is a great um, shop that sells donated dresses. They're actually a nonprofit that donates um, their proceeds to like helping sex trafficking survivors. So it was like this really cute little boutique that had all wedding dresses. But when they asked me my budget, I was like, eh, I'd like to not spend more than 500. They're like, everything's an option. I was like, amazing <laughs> they were having like a big sale at the time cool. so I got my dress for $50
1: whoa that's awesome. it but I
2: was like very jazzed about that and it was nice. like wow. I yeah. wanted a short dress and like I was able to find one that still looked fancy so nice. I was really excited about that
0: that's so uh, cool um, I love that oh that's so nice yeah I feel like that's definitely becoming Um, there's a lot of, of course I'm on a lot of Facebook, you know, wedding groups and and in Vancouver especially. And there's a lot of brides that are really like, I've never seen so many dresses, being resold again where like women you know a lot of brides are like well because because of course with COVID over the last few years it's of course really impacted weddings just in general and so sure. people have only just ever really done a ceremony most people we weren't able to have any receptions or anything like that so a lot of people were like I wore my dress for an hour it's a three thousand dollar dress I'd like to recover some of the cost, but I'd also love to see it being worn again because I loved it it looked great on me and I'd love to be able to you know share the love and pass it over to another bride and if another bride can be like yeah sure I'll, I'll you know I'll get it for like half the price and then they can sell it again you can like,
2: like help someone get their dream dress but, like within their budget <laughs> which is like really lovely
0: exactly and you can wear the dress you know multiple times it's still in really great condition because it's only a year old really yeah, just and, and in terms of it.
2: secondhand clothes like yeah even an hour a few even your whole wedding days maybe like eight hours like yes. that's really not that much time to wear something
0: right I know I know I know it's absolutely amazing so yeah that's really really cool that you were able to find something kind of before the curve of like the dresses because i find now over the last like two years it's just like on this on social media <clears throat> dress after dress after yeah, it's dress. it's really exploded Where, I, I was yeah. really
2: glad to be able to like, go to a shop and it was like felt a little fancier than like your typical yeah. goodwill so i still like kind of like write a lot of people it's like about that experience of, like going with friends and whatnot yes. so yes. it's like i still got that and it just like yeah. wasn't like as expensive
0: right and it just felt like you it's like it's a nonprofit,
2: you... so they weren't super pressuring either there's totally. no intuition at play there
0: yes and it kind of and you knew it was going to a good cause too right I mean it's supporting something yeah. that's actually really really important so that's I mean all of the things you're like checking all the boxes I'm I was, liking yeah, this I was okay. like wins across the board oh so cool <laughs> that's so nice
1: I think the wedding dresses here have been um, selling quite high because I think brides buy their wedding dress for their big day and then elope and then ultimately decide they're not going to have the big day because we've been in COVID too long. So I think that's why there's all these really expensive dresses because they haven't even been worn. So, I mean, that's even better because they bought it at full price and you get the discounted version of it. Yes, and they sure. wasn't they're even worn. wearing a new
2: dress. Yeah.
1: yeah. I think that's why we've been seeing such a trend, which is fine. Like brides are willing to buy it now. And um, now we can, we are in a, position where we can have full weddings again but um, Kelly and I are skeptical but optimistic because they said this to us last year and then they took it away
2: so no, we're
0: just gonna yeah. we're gonna we're gonna roll with it We'll just roll yeah with it. I mean yeah. also
2: on the flips just to like also pitch this to like beyond brides bridesmaids um yes yeah. I have two weddings I got that I'm in uh this coming year where I was able to find my bridesmaids dress on Poshmark
0: um oh cool because oh, right
2: i mean nice. it's like you're not some dresses you can wear again but it seems like a lot of bridesmaids are happy to resell it and i'm happy to help them recoup the cost and get totally. a discount so like same deal yes <laughs> well, that's i mean that's, that's awesome
1: yeah I definitely spent $300 on a bridesmaid dress I wore once.
0: (laughs) Uh, I averaged $300 on all of my bridesmaids' dresses, not including alterations. Yeah. And (laughs) i worn them all of once. Each of them all once. Because you know what? It doesn't matter if you cut off the bottom. You still cannot ever wear it again. (laughs) You literally (laughs) will never wear this dress again. There's never an opportunity. There's no black tie events happening in Vancouver. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah.
2: So if you... um, For my bridesmaids, I just picked a color and was just a go get go something in coral so like cool. I mean again I don't know hopefully they'd want to wear it again if they truly get to pick like the dress themselves Yeah, yes <laughs> so so like, so.
0: attempting that yeah absolutely yeah, yeah absolutely um so in called- terms
1: of decorations at the aquarium did you have um not very many which was able to keep the materials I guess at bay so what did you do there
2: pretty much none um okay. we got married in front of the shark tank So I was like, that's my background. (laughs) I'm not worried about any arches or anything like that. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And the catering, they they covered like linens and all that. Um, We opted out of, I think we would have had to pay extra for floral centerpieces. We just decided no, but they just had some nice little candle arrangements. So like super simple. Um, Instead of a bouquet, I just got myself a vintage clutch I could use again and like actually like hold my stuff in.
0: Oh, nice.
2: Similarly, if my bridesmaids also bought them clutches, I put little boutonnieres on them. So again, just something like useful, like okay, you got something to hold, but like yes. also it's your stuff, and like <laughs> yeah. again, hopefully you can use this again rather yeah. than if it's okay that you wouldn't. So nice, yeah, that's yeah. So cool.
0: I like that. I like that a lot. Um, I actually had a question about your um, your invitations. What did that look like for you? Because I know that is um, it can be a highly consumable product, and some people like to opt to do it digitally. Some people like to do. It like a combination of digital and sending something. Some people are like, we're doing the whole stationary suite. Like, what did you what did you do?
2: I'd say yeah. I went with like the middle of the road thing, which I think is yeah. also important to emphasize. Like, not everything is like has to be the most sustainable choice, <laughs> and not yeah. everything is gonna be sustainable. So this is definitely an area where it's like very middle of the road. I think we did postcard save the date, so like a little less, like mm-hmm. no paper. I mean, so basically, I would have loved to go digital not all my family's internet savvy, yeah, so I just absolutely. in case I wanted people to actually have the information I needed it in hand <laughs> but yeah postcard saved the date so like no envelope that was a little less um, super simple uh, invitations with not too much none of the extra ribbons and inserts and all that and I did do digital RSVPs yeah. um, which some people had issue only a couple most people got it and it was great because it like put it all in a website for me so it was actually easier for like sorting out other stuff after it took out the like Great. putting people in a spreadsheet step for me Right,
0: nice. so gotcha. that
2: ended up being super helpful and I that was like one less tangible thing I had to deal with <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice.
1: is there something from your wedding day that like you that's like super memorable or that you uh, absolutely love that maybe you didn't know was going to happen or you did plan for it like what's the most memorable component of your day
2: <laughs> um ooh. <laughs> I mean, not sustainably related. At all. It does it have to be sustainably related? No, no, no. 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 my husband was no, no, no. really good at his vows. We made a point to write our own vows. We sent uh, them uh, to our friend. Like, oh, and our, our friend officiated, she did an amazing job. Like no, everyone, good. that was like one of the biggest compliments. There's like great officiant. She did an amazing job. We'd send both our vows to her just to be like, make sure they're similar length and tone. No one's being too sappy while someone's like going for jokes. So she's like, yep, okay, no, everything looks good. And then he took us out and then folded it up and like went off the cuff and was like very good. I was just like- oh. I was really glad I went first. I was like, I would have been completely upstaged if I had been second.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So So that was like really
2: sweet and memorable. I love that.
1: Uh, So in the States, you guys can actually have a friend officiate. Can they be an ordained minister online? Is that still a thing that's allowed? Yeah. Yeah,
2: I think that's what you need to do to be allowed to sign paperwork. Um, Yeah. So yeah, I just googled a couple different online ministries and found the most legit-looking one because <laughs> I was like, I don't want it to like go bankrupt or be, I don't know, evade taxes, yeah. and then somehow my marriage become invalidated. In no so, kidding. Oh, I, yeah. I couldn't even. I can't even remember it at the time, but like. It's, I mean, that was part of her thing, which is like, Who knew I was qualified? Turns out all you need is an email.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Here so it,
2: funny.
1: Um, they don't allow that to, like, in Canada, that you have oh. to be a uh, licensed officiant, however that may look. And there's certain levels of it. Um, but oh. um, it, it's fine. Like, actually, it kind of makes our job a lot easier because we're like handing it off to a professional. And the only way we get around it is like, if a friend wants to officiate you, we just get the person. To legally do it on the side, either before, or after, or like the day before, oh, yeah. and that way that it's just the paperwork's done, and we don't have to worry about it. And then the friend just kind of gives them their two cents. But we get that question a lot. It's like, can I be an ordained minister? Like in Canada? No,
0: you no, cannot. That's my friend, so interesting. My friend yeah. had to get remarried because her 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 efficient friend was like, yeah, I just went online, and she's like, oh, okay. He's like, yeah, I found a thing. It was totally fine. Um, and I think it was I think it was American, so it wasn't legal in Canada. First of all. And secondly, it was like, it just, it didn't work. So she's like, well, the best man, we had to basically like FaceTime him in because he'd already flown back home. So she's like, yeah. So we were, we were at work and she's like, oh God, I got to leave work early today. I'm like, why is everything okay? She's like, no, I got to get married again. (laughs) <laughs> she's
2: so mad about it. getting remarried. Oh, she's <laughs> so, so frustrated. Yeah, yeah, it was
0: pretty funny. So yeah, but, like we, yeah.
2: America. You're like, no, it's fine in America. It must be fine. Everywhere. Yeah, it's totally fine
0: here. It's totally fine. like, and, like the same, the right? You
2: don't know about weddings. I mean, obviously, you guys are in the industry, so you know. But like, there's so much you don't know about it going into totally. it. Like, yeah. If
1: you're
0: not yeah, in that yeah. realm. Yeah. Yeah, we sure. always it's
1: argue cool. that like this is the only wedding you're gonna get, so you might as well hire somebody that does it on a weekly basis. Sometimes we do three in a weekend or four. So it's like we have the gumption to give you the right question questions and answers uh, and like we totally get if people want friends because if the friend is officiating and marrying you you know them it's a little bit more personal so we just yeah, say, yeah. there are ways around this yes. to make sure it's legal but also makes you happy <laughs> so yeah yeah, yeah mm-hmm. for sure yeah.
0: that's cool I'm trying to think uh, of the other elements for your wedding day like what other things that, uh, I guess that what was kind of
1: one for? main thing when you were planning that was very green focused that you were kind of like I- we need to kind of keep it here um because catering i can see in the guide you have some suggestions but that control was taken away a little bit from because the caterer was in-house and you had to go with them but like was there something that you really could control for the wedding day that really kind of made sense to you or you drove towards
2: <laughs> um, i would i mean kind of outfits really like i mean yeah. like the secondhand dress the yeah. bridesmaids do to pick out their own my husband got a suit he like got his first own suit um and he got like a charcoal gray that like a pretty neutral versatile color so this could be his good suit for other events and like yes it's gotten use at other weddings so like just kind of thinking about like being purposeful with the
0: choices um Mm -hmm.
2: something like I guess again of the like you can opt out of a lot of things but one thing I didn't was favors so that was that. Like by the time you're done planning, and like I was also planning a cross country move, I was like mm-hmm. very over non essential items. But <laughs> I did, before going to wedding expos to promote the guide. Um, everyone's got swag to give out, so I was trying to figure out. But like swag can sometimes be wasteful, so I was trying to figure out um, sustainable swag. And I've um, figured out how to make little seed bombs.
1: Oh yeah, and that's oh, basically true. you
2: mix um, seeds with paper pulp, and I put them in like a little mold, pop them out, you dry them out, real mm-hmm. cheap um real easy to transport and I, I just gave it to people as like here's a sample of a favor you could make or like nice. seed packets could be like another one where it's yeah.
1: it's grow the love
2: it's easy, yeah. Cheap. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. and what I liked was you could opt out of it or like I mean donate in name of favors or whatever but I liked I was yeah. like oh everyone can plant and that's good for native pollinators like mm-hmm. that's something that can do good in the world so awesome. I liked that and I will say the flip side also of favors is lots of people forget to
0: take them so i didn't mind being stuck with how many
1: hand sanitizers we got in our kits in the year of 2021 (laughs) so many spread love not germs lives in my kit
0: (laughs) oh we have so many of them we've got so many of them and that's actually something we really do advocate for especially with our clients too is that make it so that it's like Consumable, make it yeah, so that it's it. or like intentional. I've got cookies because, on my way out. I love right, that. Like, exactly, yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. you know, the favors used to be like the little bonbonetis, and so now it's more like you could do like a macaroon or something, or you could do chocolates Chocolate. or something like that. Or we really love when people do like the in lieu favors. I think those are really, really. Um, I think that's a really nice thing that you can do because you're you're putting money towards something that um, is is yeah. important to you. We've had some clients where it's been donated to like BC Cancer Foundation, or we had one where. it it actually ended up going to uh, LAPS, which is a local, um, I don't know what's the official name for it. It's I basically it's like the... a version of the SPCA, but it's like a local oh. version of it. So okay. they're like, we got sure, our, we got our, the- our rescue yeah. from here yeah. and we want to support them. And like, you know, don't go to, don't go to like pet stores, go to like, you know, go to the kennels and go to the play, you know, try and get a, you know, puppy that already, you know, adopt a puppy kind of thing. So <laughs> they, that was really important for them. So those are the things that like, if people are really adamant about doing the, the, the favors that were like, well, why don't you do something like that? That's actually really nice. And then you could just, you know, like they had a sign at the wedding for the, where they donated to the dog. The other one was, <clears throat> they actually had little individual cards. So I would maybe, if we're really trying to be mindful about like paper consumption and things like that, you could just announce that even, yeah. but I thought that was actually like, that's a really, really nice thing. But yeah, unless it's consumable. Like I've I've tripped on lighters on the floor. I've tripped yeah. on like the, cr- the things. Actually, the candles, candles
1: are a good one because that's like a luxury item because they're it you is. Know, more expensive. But they are about five to eight bucks per favor, which is a pretty big jump in price. Yeah, yeah. I've seen yeah. the seeds. Uh, people like the seeds. yeah Tea, I find, gets left behind a lot because you know only about fifty to thirty percent of people drink tea. So we're like, it needs to be eaten immediately, or it or needs to be. Or you eaten don't mind, have like hey yeah.
2: they, if the bride and groom like tea like want to take the extra yeah. Yeah. Take all the extras exactly. home. yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. we'll usually yeah. just like scoop it in and be like here you
0: go
1: with all your things <laughs> yeah. yeah i think yeah. one we had was fruitcake because the mom it was a-, a thing for their um family that they always had fruitcake little pieces of it and the thing was it had a taste to it they they warned us that it was dense it's, it's <laughs> they fruitcake. could take it <laughs> Yes. But they could take it on the way out and they only made about 30%. So it all got consumed because once it was gone. Oh, so they
2: were like smart, like, oh, we know not everyone's going to take one. Right. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. That's a good way to go about
1: it. Yeah. Because the wedding was 300. So she made a hundred and then, you know, they, they all went because the guests who did know what the fruitcake existed would grab it. it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So that's awesome. So, um, what, how can you avoid wasteful wedding gifts? that you don't want <laughs> and Ooh. register eco-friendly gifts.
2: This is where I love to pitch experience gifts or gifts oh. of time and service. Oh. Um, so, this you was a, this was a big uh. functional thing for us in that we were oh, wait, we moved a month before our wedding and at the time we didn't think we it was going to be a temporary, so we were like we're going to move again. We do not one we lived together for years, we did not need that many things and it's just oh. like and truly please don't cuz like we yeah. only have so much space, we don't want to move at all. So <laughs> We opted for, and like, right, sometimes the cash fund can be like a tricky thing to, depending on like etiquette, supposed right. etiquette, I guess. Yeah. 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 So experiences, I think, are really great because it's kind of like ask for cash, but people like to know what it's applied to. Yeah. yeah. So we asked for, th- and also at the time we had not planned a big honeymoon. So like the honey fund stuff wasn't just wasn't practical for us at the time. We kind of like didn't know what we were doing. Right. <laughs> <So> <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. lots of like little experiences. Like we asked for, um, The money for a state park pass. We really like hiking and like exploring our state parks. Mm -hmm. Like a membership to the zoo. Mm-hmm. functionally a sitter for our dog when we did eventually go on our honey they actually our honeymoon got canceled because of covid so oh, like we no. still like, <laughs> yeah. got the actual wedding but like yeah. we were gonna go on a big trip she could not come so it's either you can offer to be the dog sitter or just like pay the cost of some- us to hire someone
0: right. yes
2: um and then i think we asked for like a couple things like Oh, we'd love to get some of our wedding photos like actually printed and framed so like that and like mm-hmm. it th- things that are like various dollar amounts um right so oh that helped um, kind of make it clear to people, not just like money, please. But like, right. Yes.
0: yes. Oh, that's well, such a creative way to do that. I've never heard of that before. But Is
1: I- there some kind of website or something that can like support that? Because that's our There sure our is. <laughs> okay, <yeah. laughs> I do
2: manage the So Kind Registry, which is interesting. Oh. We inherited it from another organization about two years ago. So at the time when I used it for my wedding, I was not in charge of it. Um, but it was another nonprofit got it started. They unfortunately had to shut down a couple of years ago, but they wanted the resource to exist out in the world still. So they asked us if we'd be willing to take it on. Yeah. So we inherited it. It's actually going through some really fun updates right now to improve its functionality. But yeah, it basically is a platform where you can kind of categorize your gifts by experience, by gifts of time, um, time and service. Maybe you want dance lessons for your wedding. Maybe you want someone to help to offer to be oh the photographer. Gosh. You can ask for day of help.
0: This is Um, so cool. there's all these
2: categories that kind of help break it down. There's sample registries to look at. Because it is, it can kind of be overwhelming to be like anything. Like it's easy to go in a store and like scan the things you want. So we're trying to give it like that amount of ease.
0: (laughs) Right. Oh, this is so cool. Cool. I'm on the website right now. And it's like, oh my goodness, this is so amazing.
2: And it's good for like, it's we also promote it for other events. So birthdays, holidays, graduations, baby showers. You can opt for secondhand things. So hey. Right. Maybe I really oh. do want that KitchenAid mixer, but I'm happy to take a secondhand one if you find one on Craigslist. I don't need you to right. buy me a new one from a store.
0: Right, cool. absolutely. Okay. Oh my gosh,
2: that's so cool. That is so. Now, is it, it available
1: also- worldwide or Canada, US, or is it just in the US right now?
2: No, it's uh worldwide because okay. again, mostly it's mostly money and like kind of like it's we kind of we facilitate the organizing. We don't actually like handle any of the shipping or anything, so that okay. does make it pretty open for international use. And if you do connect it um, for any kind of transfer of funds, like, hey, here's how you can give the money for the dog sitter. It just connects through PayPal. So, Oh, cool.
0: Cool. Okay, so cool. Yeah, that's actually, that's amazing. I think if anything, it's just more about providing options to like to our clients. And so I think this is such a cool thing. I've never heard this before. That is really cool. And I think this is so great. I mean, I'm reading the web. I'm on the website right now. And it says encourages um encourages the giving of homemade gifts charitable donations secondhand goods experiences time day of help all that stuff and i love the idea of the homemade gift because i think there's also a little bit of like um stigma behind having like i know especially this last christmas a lot of it was like you know um you know, trying to support local and trying to, you know, try and stay within your like local area just to try and support everyone because we've all been affected by COVID so much. And um, mm-hmm. also not sort of sneering at the idea of like a homemade gift because everyone is working, you know, some people are working with really tight budgets Some people haven't been able to work at all. And so they're like, I would rather, I'll make you a bunch of cookies because you never bake and you love cookies. So I made these with love. I can give these to you or something like that. And so I think the same with doing like a homemade, a homemade gift for your wedding, for example, if you're saying, you know, like, hey, I really want, um, I need help with like building my cabinets in my new house and like, you're a carpenter and you know what, you can't necessarily afford a $500 gift, but you could maybe spend two hours out of your day or five hours out of your day to help us install them. Like that is such an amazing, it, an impactful gift. And it's something I'll always remember. Cause every time I walk into my kitchen, I'll think of yeah. you. <laughs> so even like, um,
2: like a family, a family cookbook of recipes, like kind yes. of compiling and like kind of oh, taking yes. some of that stuff where it's like very personalized, but yes. like. Doesn't you don't have to have like a super? I mean, like God, I'd love to find carpenters in my family to help with that yeah. stuff. But like these <laughs> <laughs> like, like the feasible gifts? I've, like, hey, do you need help with making your seed bomb favors or your cookies you want to give away? Like, yes. yeah
0: yeah absolutely I help with that. yeah for sure. my friend ended up doing that. She was a yeah, and this is actually how she got into making cakes in the beginning of her entire career in the wedding industry. she's uh, She's Italian and she's invited to on average 10 weddings a year, and she's like, "I'm a new mom, I'm newly married, and I can't afford all of these like because you gotta, you gotta shell out for all the whole family because they'll shell out for you. And uh, she's like, "How about I make you a cake?" this, this cake is like a $500 cake. I can make it for a fraction of the price. And it's something that you can have for your wedding. And she's like, I ended up making like 15 cakes that, that summer because all of a sudden everyone was like, wow, this is amazing. And that's kind of what launched her career. But for her, she's like, cool. I can't give you a tangible money gift, but I can give you something that I'm really good at doing. And so that's kind of how she was yeah, able to you, kind maybe of. Maybe
2: you need and are looking for anyway. Perfect. Exactly.
0: Exactly. Right. So yeah, that's so, that's so cool. So yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm not. Definitely- I just
1: found this cool thing thing um it's quilted guest books and i'm totally into this idea she doesn't
0: do that for their wedding and her mom made the quilt i was gonna actually say
2: that one yeah <laughs> so I, was like, trip- I don't know how many people yeah. know how to quilt so i don't know if it's relatable but like i saw no, it so and it's um, in their bedroom, it's beautiful
1: we have a friend who's getting married next year and we're helping her and um, her mom is actually a sewer and they go camping and have like fire pit things a lot so i'm like oh my god you could keep your guest book and you're in- she's only inviting 50 people so it'd be like a very intimate guest count anyway. So oh, I think, so oh my gosh, that's so cool. So I just sent her a Tara being like, look up quilted guest book right now because it's amazing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Isn't
0: so it cute? Nice. Yes, yes. I'm looking it up right now. Good old yeah. Pinterest. Thank you for that. Yeah. Oh, that's so nice. Again, that's meaningful too. I mean, when we, you, you know, we, we, there are so many different ways you can do your guest book too and some people will do the photo with like the mat around or some people will mm-hmm. do like a wood piece that can be actually hung up afterwards this is such a nice thing that you can have because it's something that you actually will be using like you're tangibly using it you know so, mm-hmm. so that's so cool see oh, all that the different really things- but, um,
2: I found a table runner um, at like an antique mall that just had birds on it and I was like we like birds
0: yes course, <laughs> absolutely and I'm a nerd for antique stores like this is so like my jam right now I was yeah. Before I was gonna be a wedding planner, I was gonna be a museum curator. So I'm like, I'm all into the old <laughs> things. I love the old things. So, and and there's something just really cool about the uh, heritage. And I think that we we're so used to just getting new stuff versus being like, this has been in your family for you know three generations like why wouldn't you want to be incorporating that into like your day like I see these these um these women that are are you know the, the end of of this long generation of these women that'll have like this big dress my great-great-grandmother wore it and it's like just slowly getting smaller and smaller because you know the the your grandma will wear it mom will wear it the daughter will wear it the other the sister will wear it and then maybe it's like the daughter in law will wear it again so it's been worn so many times but it has such cool history to it too like I right. feel like we, and there's we, people
2: who can like alter those and repurpose them to like make them more modern, which is kind of like another take on that, like a a second hand using stuff you already have. And exactly. like we've mm-hmm. um I think we have something about that in the guide in terms of jewelry as well. Yes. Um vintage jewelry rather than new. Mm-hmm. And or maybe you have some like heirloom jewelry, and maybe it's not your style, but like pieces can be repurposed. Right. So yes. yeah. maybe Absolutely. if you're not using it exactly in its form, but like you know, switch it up to it. make it
0: your own, yeah, That's so cool. Yeah. So
1: I'm just looking on the so kind registry. And as a responsible wedding planner, I do have to pipe into about one item as <laughs> being day of event help. So there's an a list item with setup or cleanup crew, and Kelly and I could not stress this enough that you need a leader that you're paying to tell those people <laughs> you what to call, do you need a. We've actually had a bride break out in hives. Like we've seen the most stress come from a family and friends set up weddings and takedown because it's all done so poorly. So, and we've never, ever had a success story in our careers. <laughs> yeah. So we always say like, you need someone who's a leader, someone you've possibly paid and someone who's done it before because yeah. it's like, yeah, so that would be my only like, oh, set up and clean always up a fair disclaimer with an yeah. asterisk. Yeah, <laughs> like, very size so.
2: dependent, like perhaps not yeah. the 300 person wedding. Yeah. No, like sure, sure yeah. you can yeah. put yeah. out a or candle. Maybe yes. Yeah. 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 yeah and sure. you know, like
1: yeah. our team of four could set up something much faster than a team of 12 because we're trained, right? That's how we kind yeah. of say it. Or we always argue, You they always say, Oh, I have lots of cousins that I can give you. And it's like, well, I cannot yell at your cousin for being late, but I can yell at someone I pay. (laughs) So true. Right. Yeah. I think Kelly (laughs) did a wedding once where you had like what 15 people and they were all useless.
0: Oh, bless their hearts. And again, it was one of those things where it's like, I've got family, they'll come and help you. I've got so much stuff. And it was like, okay, great. And it was like, ah, you know, in hindsight, it would have been way more efficient if it was just our team. But I also I I I come from the Learning. background of like everyone. You all come together. Somebody's getting married, and we are all pitching in and helping out. And so it's that that if we're trying to find that that balance of like efficiency and getting things done in a timely manner and done right, and also wanting to involve the people that want to be involved, not the people that are having to be like recruited against their will. Because you know, there's a yeah. 13 year old in the back, and he's just like, "Oh, oh why am I yeah. here? This sucks." And you're like, "Continue folding the napkins." Yeah. <laughs> That was just like.
2: I didn't realize with my wedding was like literally the card box. Like, yeah. yeah. The venue would refuse. They're like, nope, that's not staying here. Like, that needs to go with you. The day of coordinators, like, I can't, I'm not touching it. So, and again, I get it, right? Like, if anything were to go missing. I was like, yeah. Oh, so it's just like all of a sudden it's time to go and everyone's leaving. And I have like, there's a few people who still brought a gift to the wedding. Like, why did you do this? Yeah. (laughs) So it's like, it's like me and my husband be like, ah, and it was my friend who got married literally a month earlier who's like, do you need help? I it's like, you don't want to ask, make anyone. I was like, no, she's yeah. like, give me things to hold. Yeah, like, <laughs> oh you. yeah. So Absolutely. now all my friends who are getting like having weddings, I was like, I'm gonna bring a big tote bag. I'll be there to help because yes. like everyone's gonna peace out on you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it turns out, actually, the people you pay. Cannot touch some of this. Yes, um, yeah. it's, it's the money it's that can't touch. Thing. So
1: we always, um, we always say like, give us a name to give it. It's typically a mom. Like that's usually yeah. who gets the money, and then I they put I it in their purse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's because yeah. you you find someone that doesn't drink because they'll remember where they put the money. Yeah, mm. or we hide it strategically in their in their gifts. <laughs> that's what we've done it before, and we take a picture. Or if we're at a hotel and their room is in the hotel, we'll take it up to the safe with somebody. There's like ways to do it, but you. Yeah. The overall advice is you want to have a plan for it, however that may look. So we're not like, where are the cards? Like, I don't know. Like, okay. And you want to clear the cards um, when (laughs) dinner starts. Yeah. Because the cards, like 90% of them are in the basket. So you want to clear them as guests have been seated for dinner. And then another advice is you don't want the cards right at the front door where the strangers could come in and take it. So yeah. you want to put it close to the guests, uh, like the the tables where it's in view or have somebody yes. watch it till dinner oh, starts. Oh, yeah, going. absolutely. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, awesome. we've we, I've only had one experience where they it almost got stolen, but it didn't. So oh. <laughs> but yeah, but they got um, some computer equipment from the venue. So we had a feeling it was an inside job because they knew where to look. So we were just lucky that the cards were removed from the area that they were in yes. yeah.
0: yeah little yeah. tidbit for you guys a yeah, little, little heads up little heads up for sure yeah so. Awesome. so you
1: do um have involvements with expos such as eco i do big fake wedding and upstate indie weddings and uh what was your experience um there to tell us a little bit about that
2: oh i've had so much fun at these because you get to talk to couples who are like in the thick of it with planning um so just kind of sharing this information, one, I mean, like no shame on any vendor trying to get business, but I'm not actually selling anything. So people are just kind of stoked that it's free stuff, like <laughs> plain and simple. But they say like, I've heard time and again, like I've been looking for this information because really right now, like a couple of years when I looked and like I'm sort of in the loop still it's like you google it and it's you know a couple listicles that kind of the same old same old yeah or there are there are whole books but i like i'm into this and i find them kind of intimidating so it's kind of a nice happy medium where it's mm-hmm. solid information gives you like the in, like the actual breakdown of impacts i have some pretty pictures in there from actual weddings to like show i'm always just like it's not burlap table runners and sad veggie trays Like, <laughs> can you but and then talking to them about like here's how they can simplify your logistics here's how sustainability can be good for your budget because not everyone that's not everyone's first thought but if I can pull you in other ways so someone right. who's like I didn't want to play for flower centerpieces but like oh now you're telling me it's sustainable that's going to be my excuse now I'm like right. happy to help <laughs> and actually so one of these expos I actually did two days before my own wedding because it just happened to be in philly when i was oh in town God. i was like what else am i not doing like well. this will be fun i'm not just so planning a wedding a in 48 time. hours like, I'm literally on the edge of it guys like i'm, I'm with you and then you need a
1: distraction, yeah.
2: <laughs> i did one um this past november so it was the first one i did after my wedding all the ones i guess no i don't know that one past after my wedding but i had, brought, I had the thought to bring my wedding album with me mm-hmm. to show some like hey here's like Pictures of my bouquet or I'm not my, my bouquet alternative of a clutch. Yeah,
0: quote, unquote, Here's bouquet, pictures yeah. of
2: tables without centerpieces. Don't they still look pretty? And mm-hmm. they're like, Oh yes. Okay. <laughs> <So> it's like,
1: <laughs> yes, It's visual. funny
2: here that this yeah. is useful. It's cool to hear a um, couple share with me what they're doing that maybe I didn't know. Um yeah, it just yeah. I mean, it's people planning their wedding are usually having a good time, so it's just like a really fun group of people to talk to. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh absolutely. It's cool. funny. we
1: find them in two states. Yeah, uh, they either come to us in the beginning of the stages and they're happy, or they come to us at the most stressful time. And they're like, "We need help."
2: <laughs> My favorite I heard most recently, I was like, oh, "Cause I was like, what stage are you planning?" Because sometimes they're just trying to get those last couple things. Sometimes yeah. they're really at square one. Someone's like. I got a fiance. I was like, that is step
0: one. Yes. Wow. <laughs> Sounds like a Better couple of weddings. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've actually, I've had a few where they, um, it's, it's the like dress, a done whatever. deal, but they're, mm-hmm. they're not like officially official. And I was like, okay, well you let us know when it's official and then, and then we'll get started. Cause I cannot wait to get started. And so yeah, one of our
1: clients is, is like that right now, right? They're no. technically not engaged, but they've no, booked everything <laughs> for a wedding. <laughs> no, they're, they're engaged. She's oh going, they are okay. They now.
0: Are, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they went away. They went away this weekend and she's like, It's official. I'm like, Yes. <laughs> Sign those papers. Yeah, yes, they yeah. were sunny. Sunny. No, they it's booked sunny,
2: us and
1: yeah. their venue and catering, but the engagement was not
2: official
0: yeah it was like a timing thing and it was like we know it's gonna happen we've got a date booked we're mm-hmm. gonna like it's gonna it's gonna happen let's just get her going and they wanted to do it this year and I was like well if you want to do it this year you need to get crack lacking because it's going to be absolutely. a crazy year this year for weddings record and numbers
2: right record yeah. numbers yeah, yeah
0: absolutely well we've got basically three seasons that are piling into one season so you've got people that have postponed from 2020 mm-hmm. and 2021 into 2022 and then of course all the normal people getting married in 2022 so it's yeah. uh it's a little yeah we're we're really really we're very excited we're really scared um <laughs> 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 this year's gonna be uh yeah it's gonna be fun we
1: got it's fun. it it's fine yeah because the business is just myself and kelly that run it so we have to just accept that we have to let go of the reins sometimes um so we've hired on a few more people and that's yeah, exciting yeah. but also we're like eh, we're not sure about giving some stuff up yet
2: yeah, so. well, yeah are my things are has been yeah. postponed twice, like a uh, year at a time yeah. So oh. I I've had my bridesmaids dressed for like two years now. There was like every few months put on all right we're still it good, still okay. <laughs> yeah, we're good. Yeah. everything yeah, we're supposed to be okay yeah.
0: yeah oh god that's so funny I had a I had a bride actually that she uh she told us we we helped them get married they did a really small something in um in the fall of 2020 and then they were going to have their uh their reception in the spring of 2021 and just the way things were working out and so it was about I would say it was they were going to get have their reception like end of April and I would say the beginning of February they were just like I felt really bad for them they were so disheartened. About the whole thing, but she's just like, I have been dieting for two years now. And yeah. I just want to eat a burger. And I was like, girl, you do it.
1: <laughs> no, like, I said you gotta oh, eat some fried chicken. And then they said, We're gonna God. not do the big wedding. And then she's We're like, and gonna... we did order a big thing of fried chicken.
0: She's <laughs> like, It was the most delicious thing I ever had. Yeah. And she's like, I was just so, so tired of like having to like, you know, <laughs> a diet basically just to make sure that I still fit into this dress that I bought. And thankfully mm-hmm. she was able to wear it for her ceremony, but yeah. Like it's, it's definitely been tough for a lot of our couples just mm-hmm. kind of being in that sort of thing, but it's nice that it, it's a good thing you're still able to fit. Cause then you're like, I'm not getting another one. So we're yep. going to let yep. it out or I'm going to take it <laughs> yeah. in either way.
2: So, <laughs> so we've do been, you guys have a lot of, um, people who maybe did the smaller and now are like doing the big thing now. Or yeah. So we
1: had a lot of people that wanted to do that. And then I'd say about 70% of our clients decided that the little one was the wedding, but we have mm. a few this year that. Are the big one, which they were pretty adamant we for have, going for. I think we still have three,
0: three, right? Three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and like they are big
1: parties. Like they are, we have a two hundred person one, uh, like a big backyard pizza extravaganza. <laughs> like, um, so I think it's one hundred and forty. <laughs> yeah. It, oh, we have to miss it too, which is really shitty. But yeah. <laughs> like we have, we're on other weddings and we're having a crew run that day, but that day. Um, seems like so much fun because it's like this big tent in a backyard with pizzas being made, and we're like, <laughs> it's a big party. <laughs> um, yeah, we have. I think it's two. I swear we have one more, but uh, so, but that's okay. And we oh, have yeah. a 2019 client that has now is officially going forward with their wedding too, so that's good Thank for God. us. <laughs> yeah, and we've been encouraged. Yeah. yeah. It's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I had a bride for three years and I cried when she walked down the aisle. I was so happy that she was getting I was so happy they were getting married because we replanned their wedding about four times. So it was it was a lot. Yeah. But our encouragement <laughs> is we've been trying to encourage um clients to get married on days other than Saturday because all your vendors would be available on a Thursday. <laughs> Usually yes. things are cheaper and you could, um, you have pretty much your pick of the litter. You can do whatever you want. So you won't yes. be like, oh, are you available this Saturday? Cause the chances are your vendors are not available yeah. Saturdays yeah. at all. So yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, is Great. there, so what's some kind of some main advice that you would want to give to couples moving forward with a green wedding? Like they've engaged mm-hmm. and they just started planning and like, what would be your major kind of. Advice. Yes, Resistance. Yeah.
2: Ooh, I mean a very practical. If it's something you don't care about, don't do it. you <laughs> <Just laughs> about flowers and decorations, skip them and just tell everyone it's for sustainability. Yeah. And also that you you don't need to do everything. Mm-hmm. Um sustainability doesn't have to be your first reason for doing something. It can just be a nice bonus. And Right. I feel like we all want personalized wedding days. We want like our personalities mm-hmm. and our like uniqueness mm-hmm. to show through and our values. And if that is a value, this is a great way to do it.
0: Yeah. Um,
2: so think of it that way. Like we all, it's another way to personalize your
0: wedding. Absolutely. Very cool. Okay.
1: Yeah. Like so that. the wildlife friendly wedding guide is free and available for everybody. Did you write this before or after your wedding? I'm just curious.
0: Before. Okay.
2: Yes, so you were like, you're, like all, okay. I was engaged for a year and a half. So kind of like while while you're planning for myself yeah (laughs) like adding it in
1: yeah is there any other resources that are available you said that the so kind registry um is this all under your nonprofit organization or is this um, your own person okay and then
2: um within with so the wildlife friendly wedding guide lives online there's also a carbon calculator so you can look at you can calculate Mm -hmm. um, different travel so like you can plug in mm-hmm. guests traveling different distances and see the impact that would make. You can calculate different menu items and see the difference that would make. Because um, those are really like the two biggest components. So the calculators there. Cool. We have lots of Pinterest cool. boards for inspiration. There's infographics. Um, that's just like a very bite-sized way to get some of this information. I don't really know if like people planning their weddings are going to share them. But <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, so cool. Lots of good okay. stuff there. And well, uh, there's various op eds that I've written about this that you can find there on just mm-hmm. different elements of all this.
0: Yeah.
1: Awesome. So, uh, where can we find all these resources? Uh, or,
2: yeah. Wildlifefriendlywedding.org.
1: Okay. Yeah. We will link this all in the show notes for you guys for sure. Um, and then I do see that you encourage any green weddings to be tagged with the hashtag wildlifefriendlywedding. Is that right?
2: Yeah, we always love to hear uh, submissions and other unique ways people keep their weddings green. Nice, that's oh, that's so great. cute. I like
1: the butterfly logo with holding the rings. It's really cute. Yeah, <laughs> although yeah. it's funny. I went to uh, a butterfly sanctuary out here in, on the island, and uh, I was like, yeah, it's gonna be so fun. And then they fly at your face. You're like, ah, it's still a bug. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're the most yeah. delicate bug. Yeah, like it's pretty, but. Ugh. <laughs> uh, uh.
0: Oh, that's oh, so funny. funny. Oh, yeah. You know, my kid was
1: a little bit like, I don't know about these butterflies, mom.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. some very cool resources on this. I'm just on the website right now. And it's I, th- I love the fact that you do have some um, some visuals on there as well. Because I think it's really yeah. challenging for people to be like, okay, well, sustainable, like, what does that mean? And you're right. Like, you kind of mentioned a little bit at the beginning. It's like, it, the whole thing doesn't have to be sustainable. It's like, you can maybe pick two or three pieces of it and really focus on that, being a little bit more mindful of it. And then the rest of it is like, oh, I can't really get around some things and I would like to incorporate them. So it's like, okay, we'll have that. But I did my best with other things. And I feel like some is better than none. Um, and I, I, I love the fact that you've got like the Pinterest boards and the visuals on here, because I feel like people need to see that it can be done. Because I think if you tell them that verbally, they're like, well, okay, well, I don't know. I don't know how that's going to look. I don't know how right. that's like look it's such enough. a
2: visual field. right. And yeah. Yeah. To there exactly. is a, There's a section of the website, there's some real pictures sprinkled throughout, but there is a dedicated section of like real pictures from real people. Cause nice. I feel like that could also be a tricky thing if you're on a budget is all these beautiful styled shoots.
0: Of course. That are
2: not easily replicable. So it's like.
0: Exactly. Most of yeah. these were
2: from my fellow employees who are nonprofit employees. Yes.
0: <laughs> we're all <laughs> on a budget together. To
2: had. <laughs> lots of really yeah. pretty outdoor options in all different areas. There's one in mm-hmm. Saguaro national park in Arizona. There's mm-hmm. a beautiful fall East coast one. Um, lots of botanical gardens. Um, so a lot of really cool, unique spaces. Awesome.
1: Awesome. That's That's cool. cool. Well, thanks so much for your time today. It was so fun talking about all this stuff that we don't really think about. Yeah, Yeah. we definitely, I think when Kelly and I sell, we definitely keep budget in mind a lot for our guests. So it's nice to know that budget and sustainability can actually go hand in hand, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Hey there, thanks for listening to another episode of The Wedding Session. Remember to hit subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast so you can get updates to your phone for the latest episodes.
1: Want to connect with us? Hit us up on Instagram at The Wedding Session.
0: We're people first and planners second and understand everyone deserves their own unique wedding experience. So when it comes to planning your wedding, do what's right for you. This episode was written, produced,
1: and created by us. us.